Man, come on, player, lose the paint, man. It's not gangster. That's your problem, man. You always try to be gangster. What are you talking about? The name of the song is called I'm Gangster. You're five zippers away from Thriller. Oh, and you're one shirt away from Carlton, motherfucker. Welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut. Welcome to Something Crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to Something Crunchy. Alright! Welcome to another episode of Tastefully Inappropriate. Yeah! <laughs> I'm Cullen Blake, with me as always Blair and Tyler Dressel. How are we feeling tonight? Buddy, like I'm on performance-enhancing drugs over here, I'm pumped for the <laughs> season one vibes and the season six steaks. As you should be. Tonight we have a classic crunch. Original recipe. Crunch wrap supreme. We've done these up every season and they remain our collective favorite segments of all time. We have a fun night ahead. Let's start with a little... What's the score? Whoa. Part six. Yeah. Pickup sticks. Pickup sticks. <laughs> now, this is the intro edition where all scores are either the music behind the intro credits or the first song played. By now, everyone should know how this goes. And if it's your first, what's the score? What's the matter with you? <laughs> you have an even bigger night ahead of you. Got a typical mixture of scores your uppers, downers, laughers, criers. Name is your buzzer. Good luck, player. Keeping score as always, and we're on the back half of a season where Tyler has still yet to lose a game. He's on a roll, but this happens to be Blair's strongest game when she can follow the rules. <laughs> Speaking of which, you give him a chub every time you blurt out an answer per use. Here we go. Oh my God, I'm so nervous. You better be. Uh, Blair. Encino Man? No way! <laughs> Shush! <laughs> you caught yourself? I did. I did. Gonna let you have it. Oh. It's always the first where you fuck up. <laughs> it is. <laughs> no matter what, it's like notorious. Every single what's the score, first one, always fuck it up. She's off to a strong start. Yeah, I need to start off strong. You start off strong in the last couple. I know. It does, this means nothing until the end. Tyler. Where? Billy Madison. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, one apiece. Pike game. I needed that one. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. She was about to. Too fast. Wow. Is that it, Tyler? Did the penguin tell you to get it? All right. One apiece. There was something important I was supposed to do today. <laughs> Have five daiquiris. Tyler, Major League. Oh. Wow. 
blank faces. I kind of want to say Blair Fast Times. Well, no. you'd be Blair incorrect. I know. That's why I didn't Is say. Is it Tyler something with Dax Shepard in it? It is Tyler incorrect. Damn. That was the second time I got crabs. <laughs> <laughs> Super Troopers. What? Oh, I'm sick. Nice. I'm always off on the troopers. You're really off on the troopers. All right. Still tied at one apiece? Yes. <laughs> Tyler, League of Their Own. Wow. Wait, are you kidding? Oh, but you're, it's hitting you. I'm circling. Wow. Is it kids baseball? <laughs> it is not kids baseball. Kids are frolicking somewhere. <laughs> what is it? The I running? Would, I would say they're teenagers. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> There is a sport involved. There is a sport involved. This was teed up for Tyler. Uh, that's a score for Ladybugs. Oh, no. You, you should be so disappointed. Seems like you guys now. weren't paying attention on that first date when you were, <laughs> came back to watch some Ladybugs. I, all I had to say was Ladybugs, and it was over. Like The movie was just there for moral support. Just, <laughs> just there for that Rodney Dangerfield background. Yes. Yeah. Like a quick over the shoulder Brandis peek. Oh my gosh. I'm so upset. We didn't get late. Tyler, we should have known better. He was my favorite back in the day. I had to. Wow. <laughs> Still one to one. Blair, the Adams family. Whoa! Oh my God. That was fast. That was tough. Damn. There. Very nice. I thought that was going to be a little tough. Recorded that too. Even left it a little longer for the clip. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Didn't even need it. Oh, yes. Don't well, torture yourself. Maybe I just need to like, record and put the pressure on. I'm not perky. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. All right. Blair, 2-1. Tyler. Drive. Whoa! Wow. I could name that in one thing. Oh, wow. That might be like a... That's a record. <laughs> I don't know. That's a record. Wow. Impressive. Very well done. Oh, thank you. Wow. Very well done. Well, he drove us to a tie <laughs> score there to a piece. That's exciting. My Where, birthday's coming up. I'll uh, take that white scorpion jacket if you could find it. <laughs> I'd rock that shit out of that thing. <laughs> I just want to buy this jacket. I could see you in that. Take like, it home and wear it, but you're making this. You're making this really I difficult. I just want to take it home and wear it. I just want this dragon jacket. <laughs> take it home. Scorpion jacket, bro. Come on. Golden scorpion. I don't know where my head was at. <laughs> what the fuck are you You've thinking? You've seen the movie, right? <laughs> Wait. What? Wait. Wait. 
Whoa, uh, what's going uh, on here? Uh, uh, hold on. Uh, uh. Fuck, I know it. I just You can't. know it. Uh, yeah. This Tyler Road Trip? Tyler. Oh. No. Wow. Tyler can't hardly wait. No. <laughs> you don't lose points for trying. <laughs> Doesn't it suck to say your name first? You have to like blatantly point out like, hi, this is my, <sighs> this is my wrong answer. I'd like to, I'm the one presenting this wrong answer here. <laughs> yeah. Wrong answer sponsored by. <laughs> I'll take a drink to that. <laughs> uh, I fucking know it. God damn it. I've seen it a billion wow. times. Just a billion times. We can't hear it again. It doesn't matter. I know it. I might know. What's up, everybody? My name is Thurgood Jenkins. Ah, happy! Come on! I knew I've seen it too many times. Are you serious? Why didn't you moon us earlier, eh? That was the easiest one on the list. Like, he gets drive and half a note and half baked. You're full baked, is what's the problem. I've obviously been been. too baked every time. It's been too long. I haven't seen it. I just quoted it yesterday. Fuck! Let's count. Two, two. You sure? Tyler, Ocean's 10. No. Oh. You miss every shot you don't take. Back. It does feel like it could be maybe a little Italian. A little Italian? Like it could be in an Italian flick. Like an Italian job situation? I don't know. <laughs> 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 the face that went along with that. <laughs> wow. Two tucks and a fold, you guys. No. Multiplicity. What? That is the I'm done. intro. I'm done. Intro song to Multiplicity. She's I'm got done. her cans off. Flares out of here. Desecrated her family name. I know. Can't go home. <laughs> We're all disappointed. <laughs> Still tied to a piece. At least it's a tight race. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this has to be something baseball related. In the summer of 1960. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it'd be Sandlot, but it's not. Oh. What? This just changed everything. It went like. Tyler's face. <laughs> Tyler both knows it and loves it. And it almost can't. feels like it could be like a major league. He's feeling or it. Like a <coughs> We've already done major league. It's newer. It's newer. There was like four of newer? them. <laughs> Why do I feel like In major league? Like a sequel? Yeah. I got nothing. Do the planes have anything to do with it? Like we're at an airport. Does that change things? There are some planes happening in the scene. 
And it gets pretty tropical after that. Honeymoon in Vegas. <laughs> Blair. <Pretty> tropical in <laughs> Vegas. Bro. Yeah, you wouldn't have gotten that anyway. <clears throat> Tyler there forgetting Sarah Marshall. <sighs> we're in the right realm. Are but we? But we're missing a a key link here. A key element. Gerard Depardieu vibes. <gasps> Whoa. No, it's fucking my uh, father, the hero. Yes! <laughs> oh my like, gosh! Uh, come on, you guys. Damn, this is hard. It's hard. This is hard. Oh my god! I need a rip or something. I need to get in the zone. Still two two. <laughs> Tyler, Maverick. Top Blair down. Terminator. Oh. oh. This is not what I thought it was. Ooh. Oh my gosh. This is so good. <laughs> clues in there yeah there is tyler matrix four no didn't realize how much that intro sounded like a nine inch nail song it, yeah at the end especially <laughs> doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo. what you is let that? me violate you <laughs> what is that seven wow that was seven intro, was that like music, a trent seven. reznor original did he fucking make that can't speak to that i mean i bet you it is that that's was so good ah! Whoa. That was seven. I couldn't tell if that was, was seven. When's the last the time day? you saw that seven? Like, oh, in the nineties. Been a little. You while. have to see it again. You have got. <laughs> when Blake to showed see me as again. a kid. <laughs> <It's awesome. laughs> when you were way too Blair young. Blair wasn't the it. boss. Check it out. Just <laughs> count over there, Blair. Two two. <laughs> <laughs> Blair Hocus Pocus? I know. Tyler the Omen. Guess. Blair Amityville Horror. <laughs> the eye Tyler roll. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Blake just hates those. Those strings are just like getting me. That's not what you should be listening to. Your clue is everything that isn't the music. I feel like I'm on a boat. Am I on a boat? No. Shit! I have no idea. That's tough. That's fucking now hard. Tyler has me on a boat. Like, where are we? <laughs> the Happening? Mark oh, Wahlberg? Oh my god. First off, would have never been <laughs> fucking life known. Oh yeah, the, the happening? happening? Yeah, I've never seen it. I was gonna say, I don't One. know if I even made it all the way through. You telling me the truth? You're doing this? <laughs> <laughs> How's your mother? <laughs> Tell your mother I said hello. <laughs> Go check on your mother. 
<laughs> What's happening? The wind? I don't know. I never saw it. The yeah. wind was the, the wind? clue? The wind was Tyler, the clue. Tyler, why didn't you fucking get that? Because I've never seen the happening. I don't know what's happening over here. It is here. a pretty good <laughs> score, though. I score, mean, is, it's like, score is better than the it movie. It breaks the feel. The <laughs> score is better than the movie. Definitely be a segment which scores are better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, still two two. Anything can happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, Blair. You don't Bad know. Santa. You don't know. Whoa. Yeah. Fuck you, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Blair. Just remember me some of that piano. Okay, we got a lead change here. We got movement. Action. Finally have we got movement. action. We got action. Willie, you don't pissed yourself again. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. What the fuck am I supposed to do with the wooden pickle? <laughs> Three, two. Oh, I'm so excited right now. Oh, Blair! Slumdog Millionaire! Oh. Beat Jack Hobbs! Oh. I'm in Wow, that was fast. God, I fucking love the music in the soundtrack. Such good music in this movie. Pretty sure I taught myself like a full choreography to this song. <laughs> Keeping it traditional, of course. Love that. I thought it was okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. Glad I didn't guess. I'm glad you didn't guess. Wow. 4-2. Blair. Oh, it still means I, nothing to the I thought I got end. two. I swear I got three. I Don't you I do this. No, you, you no, try I've and do this. I've been checking the score. Uh -oh. Drive. You got drive. That, I, I got drive. That was half of the ones you got right. <laughs> <laughs> you got a chub for drive. You got your full chub. Sitting it. right pretty right here. That's one. Where's the other it. two? You got Billy Madison. Billy Madison. That chub is... It's the only one, the one. Beautiful. That's it. Right here. The, That's it. Right next That's to That's all that. you got. Well, I've tried harder than that. <laughs> the effort. My, my is score there. doesn't reflect the effort and how I felt on the course today. Hey, we're not done. Okay, good. Don't worry. Blair doesn't have this all wrapped up yet. How many, <laughs> how many holes we got left? We got a couple holes. Okay. Suck it, Blair. <laughs> like we're worldly right now. Like Tyler Ward, the worldly. <laughs> Good guess. No. Good guess. 
cowboys and aliens? <laughs> Tyler, Bad World guess. War Z. Stop. <laughs> uh, more horror than y'all are thinking. That was Shutter Island. God. Leo. Leo. Yes. Mark Leo. Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I know Stop. Shutter Island. I should have known. Where he, he goes crazy know. in the bushes and shit. Where he goes crazy in the bushes, biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the beach, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Shutter Island you've seen too. Okay. This is a big one. Yeah, that, to that good too. Okay. I'm almost feeling like Blair Jumanji. Also. Kind of feeling like Tyler Bloodsport. <laughs> or Tyler Kickboxer. Not even worth the buzzer. <laughs> what? Like Tyler Kill Bill. Least in the right, Desperado. Better, hey. same actor. Fucking Blair yeah. Zorro. It is Zorro. I'm not going to give it to you. That's yeah. too big of a clue. At most, you would get half a chub, and do we yeah. really want to do that? Yes. Do we want to get into half a chub? Yes. You got you got a nice two chub lead. I need it. You do need it. <laughs> Fighting. I will fight for, for that half. half a chub. She can stuff in her. I'm putting half. <laughs> Just give me Damn that half. Straight. We'll find a room for it. <laughs> <laughs> Fun stuff, intense, but we are not done. When was the last time you saw The Happening or My Father the Hero? Oh, my God. I need to see My <laughs> Father the Hero again. Yeah. It's been fun asking you about scores for movies you haven't seen in years. <laughs> but I found a fun way that we could turn it up a notch while keeping things more relevant for you. As you two know, but very few others do, Something Crunchy is not the only weekly podcast I'm a part of. True. I also happen to be the co-host of the Uncle Blake and Harper podcast, <laughs> where my niece and I talk about life and all things important to a five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> it's a growing podcast, but we have lots of fun, and we just started introducing games. Just like on Something Crunchy, our first on-air game was a quick round of What's the Score? Kids Edition. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. So let's really give you something to compete over and finish up by having you play Harper's Game and see how you do with movies you've actually seen this decade. Wow. Okay. Okay. I expect this to get fierce. Okay. New life. So our five-year-old played this game. She did. Is she in this at all? Do we get to hear her guess? She did well. Um, she did well. Head to the blooper spot at the very end of the episode, and we'll let you hear how Harper did on a couple of these. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, yes. All right. First up. Tyler. Zombies? <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Tyler. The bad guys. <laughs> Mr. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's not the bad guy. Harper got this in like two seconds. She did? Really? Lorax. Oh, wow. yeah. 
Laura. Oh, God, she already yeah. she got it fast. Where y'all at on that? She didn't get it fast. She gave me this blank stare, the same one you do. <laughs> you're working hard on a score. <laughs> score face? Score face. She has the same Blair score face. Shit. Moving on. Trolls. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Is this add on? How this is we... added on. Keep going. No, this is that's, added on. That's Four a... three. What are you doing, Blair? Four I'm to... just confirming Whoa. rules. Uh, you should be really proud of your daughter when she got this. She said trolls and she goes, Trolls one. No, Four. she will specify. She knows what's up. <laughs> Two different so movies. Proud of our and she girl. knew that. Yeah. She knew to specify. Of course she does. I think she's gonna fuck around. What's the score? <laughs> <laughs> Turning red. You know what's up. Wow. Wow, yeah. Whoa. Nope. Leave him hanging, Claire. Claire, it's got a commanding lead here. Okay. Five, Five three. three. Fuck. Me. Whoa. Okay. Feeling better about it. Two left. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen? Two left. Oh, shit. I got to tie it up. Oh, my God. I need to hold this. No. Hold that line. Hold the line. Hold the line. <laughs> I want that ball. <laughs> Blair. Come. Encanto. No. Whoa. No. What does that mean? Did I break Did it? Did I break it? Did I break Blair. Under the surface. Under the surface. You know it. You knew it too. I know You're it. You're upset. I'm You're going to pass too. Upset. I'm salty. You're bitter. Whoa. Salty Sally over there. What's up? 6-3? Wow. What? I'm battling. What do you think? This last one counts for four? Shut up. <laughs> yes. Black you can maybe battling. tie. Maybe that's it. All right. Blackout Gatling. Although I hate Ned <laughs> Tuck. You would never just give me points to let me saddle up and no, in. We would, we would not. We would never time. do that for you. I know. <laughs> Ever. like harper wouldn't get this harper did not get that that was supposed to be the toughest one it is that was madagascar oh yeah no way zeuster's breakout uh, whatever that means been around the world in a thousand places <laughs> we've heard that a million tyler wow we should both slap each other in, in the face right now. yeah he got drive in two seconds and didn't know zeuster's breakout What's the matter with you? Fuck! <laughs> Did I just lose this goddamn game? The streak is over. Woo! Brother. I'm streaking. There, Woo! Is, there is no 
perfect season to be had. Winner. Blair saves the seas with some what's the score. Thank God for what's the score. I know exactly how Dan Marino feels now. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Somebody give me a pair of isotoners so I can just <laughs> rub my face with a soft glove or something. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy right now. I can't stand it. Blair's elated. Excited to continue. But before we do, let's take a break. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening to Something Crunchy. And we hope you're enjoying the episode. It now pays to crunch down every week because we're hooking you up with big discounts from big brands. Up to 35% off Invicta watches using code CRUNCHY and apparel from 8080, where in addition to 10% off using code CRUNCHY, every dollar you spend goes towards an entry in their dream car giveaway. Don't forget to join the Something Crunchy Facebook group for updates, polls, and the web's crunchiest memes. You can find us on Twitter at crunch underscore cast and feel free to send any questions and track submissions to somethingcrunchy at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back having a good time. What's the score will always remain one of our favorite games. Now we move on to one of our favorite creative segments. Let's help out Hollywood and provide ideas for the last remaining films without a part two and do another round of synthetic sequels. Yes. Now, what was once just a fun idea for a bit has turned into a horde of pretty solid ideas. And with some added content, they could easily lay down the foundation for a screenplay. Absolutely. Before we start, here's the movies we already have created sequel concepts for. The Shawshank Redemption, That Thing You Do, Orange County, The Cable Guy, Little Giants, Demolition Man, City Slickers, Multiplicity, Happy Gilmore, Best in Show, Arachnophobia, Fight Club, Office Space, Waterworld, Boiler Room, Twister, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, Son-in-Law, Superbad, Rookie of the Year, Airheads, Wedding Crashers, He Got Games, School of Rock, Bridesmaids, Rounders, For a Good Time Call, and The Princess Bride, As You Wish. Holy wow. shit! Hot damn, we've done up some of these. <laughs> They're so good, too. So many, in fact, I was working on something for Airheads and just completely forgetting that we already done that one <laughs> we might have to dip back into some of these later but yeah. first let's add to our list okay we have some strong sequels to discuss let's start with eight a sequel to seven and if you spell out eight you can replace the g with the number eight. Oh, and it looks love okay of course it's really cool this sequel to seven is so disturbing and so dark it explores a deadly sin that hadn't even been known to exist when you're so far beyond all the sinful feelings of wrath, envy, pride, and all of that, and you just enter the absence of all feeling whatsoever. It's called Void, and it's deemed to be arguably the most dangerous of all the deadly sins. This only happens after immeasurable trauma and severe loss. Like when the psychopath you're investigating makes a game out of your life, murders your wife who you didn't know was pregnant, and has you drive out in the middle of nowhere just to watch you find her head in a box. Oh my god. So now we find Detective Mills, almost 30 years later, being released from prison after killing the man who killed his wife and child. He is full of pure void, and from here, we could take this thing in several directions. He's the new psychopath on the loose, and maybe it's his old partner, Detective Somerset, who has to help catch him. Maybe he's only after the John Doe's or the original John Doe's bloodline because of what he did to his family. I don't know, Blair. 
Um, so good. Oh I'm like God. so invested in this right now. Lots of ways we could take this. Yeah. But Brad Pitt's character is now the full-blown killer and has training and experience as a detective to help him stay one step ahead. This has to follow the same twisted level of detail and how he commits his murders, his reasoning. We can figure all that out. If you don't think that this is how shit is done, let me tell you a story. I had to make sure no one had written a concept called Eight because that kind of sounded familiar. And there was only a rumor of a sequel to Seven, which was likely to be called Eight. Our friend Russell Schwartz in New Line Cinema decided to buy a script called Solace, which they intended to turn into Eight. All they knew about the concept was it being about a detective with psychic powers trying to stop a serial killer who also is psychic. They were going to drop Brad Pitt, push Morgan Freeman into the hero slot, and David Fincher was like, fuck this piece of shit. In 2015, they ended up making Soulless as the standalone film it was intended to be starring Anthony Hopkins, and it flopped hard oh, no. with Damn. both critical and commercial failure. So before you knock our concept, just know the closest that Hollywood has ever come to a seven sequel was turning Morgan Freeman into a psychic detective chasing a psychic killer. You're getting seven deadly snores out of that one. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wow, I'm like so into eight right now. That would work for eight. Yeah. There's some elements of the matrix you could work into, the void, where it's just like where you, you get lost there. You get lost it's in the void. It's such a good I mean, so many people could see that, you know, like could take on depression. Could wrap your head around yeah. just that feeling of void of just drug nothing. abuse. You're not actually dead, but in you're your mind you're, you're, you're not alive either. Yeah, exactly it's, right. It's like you're a vegetable on the planet, but you are still alive somewhere else. You could here. apply it to drug use. Absolutely. But the seven deadly sins are all things that certainly would make you feel alive because they make you feel you're either feeling wrath and rage, rage and love. You're, you're feeling alive. Void is just the absence of all of that. Yeah, it's we, the entire no opposite end of the spectrum. It's the 180 degree negative to the things giving you full positive. So I don't know. I like that approach for an eighth deadly sin and the psychic angle and the supernatural element. That doesn't work for me, Blair. I I'm get deep. it, but I like uh -uh. this. Mm -mm. Not us. I like Not it us. better. Here's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Girl Erupted, a sequel to 1999's Girl Interrupted. I love this already. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be great. Sold. Award-winning. Where the first film was set in the 1960s and focused primarily on characters Susanna Kaysen and Lisa Rowe, played by Winona Ryder and Angelina Jolie, the sequel takes place in the 1970s and focuses primarily on two other characters from the original story. Polly, better known as Torch, and Nurse Valerie, who were played by Elizabeth Moss and Whoopi Goldberg in the original. These have been the two most consistent figures at Claymore Psychiatric Hospital over the last 15-20 years, and we see the faces of those who have come and gone, but Valerie has remained the head nurse in charge this whole time, and Torch, well, Torch is now the new Lisa. Ooh. Not only is she completely institutionalized, but she's bitter and full of rage for now having spent more of her life in this hospital than out of it. She was only 16 when the first one took place. She was sweet and innocent. But similar in how the hospital did to Lisa, it turns Polly into a monster. Oh, no. man. She takes Torch to new levels, and her M.O. in life is to make everyone in that hospital as miserable as her. We watch her struggle to keep her last bit of sanity as Valerie struggles to determine if Polly can even be saved, all with the backdrop of the 1970s highlighting the social causes and trending news of the time in the same way that the first one had so successfully portrayed the 60s. Yes. It's a raw glimpse into human suffering, and we'd struggle with an ending to this, but there's definitely something here. 
Girl Erupted. You think Katy Perry can give us a 70s style remake of This Girl's on Fire? <laughs> oh my gosh. I need the Girl Erupted. Yeah. First off, love the title. That's going to work. Second, like, great story. I love that Torch is like. Torch. The All new about. Lead in this. Yeah. The 70s and a and new. She's vibe. so hot right now. Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Take so us hot. back to Claymore. Yes. But we're in the 70s. That could be cool. I'd love it. Look, 100, 150 million. I wow. Got, I got for you on that. Going to green light a budgie right off the yeah. bat. Yeah. 150. Mm, love it. I'm with it. Okay. Hey, Biscuit. Thinking about calling some dinosaurs? I figure I'd give them a holler. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk Varsity Blues 2. Yes. Yeah. Now, I didn't think this had legs initially, but things change, Mox. <laughs> <laughs> this was a team effort, and I think we're on to something. In the Varsity Blues sequel, we leave West Cayman, but continue the story of Coach Bud Kilmer. Let's go. <laughs> Now, we now find Coach Kilmer is no longer a coach at all. He's been run out of Texas, jumping around to different places, but is now the head janitor of a high school in small town Louisiana, <laughs> just even more miserable than when we saw him last in West Cayman. He cleans the floors, cuts the grass, and the only thing he hates more than his job is the students. <laughs> the school does happen to have a football team, and Blair wouldn't you know it if the coach got offered a job in a better district. <laughs> Probably even closer to home. <laughs> This sad-ass school is in desperate need of a new sad-ass coach, and they give the opportunity to none other than some other local coach. Oh, shut up. No one knew who Kilmer was. Well, this new coach isn't cutting it and doesn't give a shit about the players or making them better, and he doesn't care about winning, and it's killing Kilmer. He starts giving pointers to the players individually as he sees opportunities, and before long, the mean old man on campus who doesn't say a word is now giving some game-changing advice as they begin to seek his counsel. His path to taking over and coaching this team is imminent, and eventually the players do take action to have their coach replaced with Kilmer. The real question is, does the impact of student support and getting a second chance change his ways, or does immediate success on the field fuel the power-hungry monster that's now been awoken? Part of me wants to see a changed Coach Bud Kilmer, who ends up doing right by his players this time around, but the better story is that he builds them up as he rebuilds the new legacy and finds them playing West Cayman in the national championship game, who's coached by some other familiar face, bringing back some nostalgia from the original, maybe tweeters coaching the Coyotes. <laughs> Either way, that's the arc and some story direction. <laughs> this thing is far from polished. It's raw and needs some work. Bud has gotten so, so fat. <laughs> it's MTV Films. It's going to be cool. It is MTV Films. It's just nostalgia packed. This is so good. And I can see it like the old man janitor watch. I love the story. I mean, I feel like I watched the whole thing in my head as you were saying it. Like he would like be giving out advice when he was like, oh, hey, make sure to hold tight in the back or, you know, whatever. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You, you, you get out there. You go, go, go. You know? My little soldier, like, you know. Like, okay, old man. And then like. Okay, old man. You'd be a good soldier. Yeah. Okay, general. Okay, janitor. <laughs> say a word in the 10 years you worked here. Oh, holy shit. Thank you, janitor. <laughs> that is all. Someone tell the janitor to stop creeping on me. Man, that shit, that could be fucking awesome. It could so, be good. That's such yeah. like a, it's it's like an a, easy crash. It's an easy Hollywood it's, he, movie. He's bitter. No, he starts bitter. He's and then so he bitter. Gets, he gets the taste back, and then he realizes... Why he lost it all in the first place. Yeah, and he was great the first 15 years when he had all them national championships back to back to back. Let's go. 
But yeah. now, now it's a different story. And he could get the joy back, the love of the game. Now you're getting touchy with it. I, I feel like <laughs> no, I need this now. What was the name of this? Varsity Blues Two. Oh, I know that's Classic. a tough one. I've tough to remember. Love it. I really worked hard on that. <laughs> In the trenches. You know, it doesn't need anything else. Well, to be determined. In the trenches. Back to West Canaan. It's a working title, Blair. Okay, hear me out. Okay. Sister Act Three: Quitting the Habit. No, come on. <laughs> you know I want it, but we can't. You can't quit the habit. <laughs> we get back in the habit. Now it's, time, now it's time to quit the habit. Nobody quit loves the quitter. <laughs> All right, fine. Let's discuss The Quick and the Dead Part 2. Oh, wow! Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So, Sharon Stone's character, the lady, kills John Herod, played by Gene Hackman, in the yes. final showdown of the first one from 1995. Yes. Good news is the bad guy that ran the town is dead. The shitty news is the soft guy she put in charge has now attracted the equivalent of like a dozen Herods trying to take over the well-heeled and bustling town of Redemption. Ooh. These guys are ruthless in each one control over the town. Well, we all know there's only one fucking way to do that. The mayor devises a plan to host another quick draw tournament in the hopes that they will eliminate each other until they only have one to deal with like before. And obviously, we'll need someone to represent the town's best interest, Biscuits. Yeah. Face it, Sid. Your mom's no Sharon Stone. <laughs> they either need the lady to come back and fight herself or train the fighter who's supposed to fight or do yeah. the trope like we just had in Maverick. The old, I'll train him because I'm the best but too old and you don't want me. And even though I'm the only one that can do it, so we pretend like I'm just coaching until something happens where I jump in and have to do it myself. I've seen it a hundred times. Team leader. What's up? <laughs> seen it a hundred times. Well, instead of leaning into the trope, perhaps we throw in a twist and tie a bow on it. Before you even ask, obviously Spotted Horse is a contestant. Obviously. And was never killed by a bullet. Do you no. know why? Not a single bullet. Spotted because horse Spotted Horse cannot, cannot be, be killed, killed by, by a, a bullet. single bullet. <laughs> <laughs> so he's 103, but still a threat because of, you know, his immortality. Um, it'll start to write itself. They're fighting for control of the town. Yes. We'll call it the quick in the deed. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. Okay. Too easy. Wrap it up. We're done. It's a $50 million title. No, right it, it is. This is a straight to Amazon Prime, straight to Netflix. Everyone will 100%. See it. Yeah. But could get into it. And if someone really wanted to be ambitious about it, it could be a series. Oh, make a one or two season series. I love the idea of a series. It's possible, just don't rule it out, Blair. No, I see this going long term because it could go city to city for the new ruler yeah, of each city. But it's like storage wars, killing edition. And there's so <laughs> many different characters that you could like develop over the times. <laughs> storage wars. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, that's good. That's nice. That's nice. That's rich you know what other western really needs a sequel <laughs> a million ways to die in the west now the cast is what made that work so well but yeah. it yeah. really was a hilarious concept yes i say instead of staying with the west though we tackle a million ways to die in the east <laughs> here we can have the characters navigate the gator infested snake crawling mosquito biting hurricane prone swamplands of the lovely southeast Love just mullets away from the beach <laughs> <laughs> Think about the endless setups for comedy. You can really up the game in the East where one can actually get eaten. I mean, you got sharks on the coast keeping you with the snakes, gators, and bad haircuts on the mainland. The humidity alone will kill you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smells like sequel in here. 
smell the franchise. So good. <laughs> this is so good. Tyler wanted to pitch an idea for Lars and the Real Family. Yeah. No, you didn't. A of course. Se- a sequel to Lars and the Real Girl, where you Ryan Gosling wouldn't. falls in love with a sex doll. <laughs> And here they'd start a family, adopt kids and whatnot. It's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And also not any more ridiculous than the original plot. <laughs> I think Bianca would be a good mother. <laughs> she doesn't say much. She's always at home. She could do her thing. I mean, if you've seen the original, you'd probably want another. And if anything, it's different. What made the first one funny and endearing is that it took itself seriously. And that would be really hard to do with this setup, but I want it to happen just so that we could see the struggles a family like this would go through. Kids have a blow up foster mom. Mom walks in on Lars banging another doll. And then, <laughs> then there's real friction in the house and not the fun lubed up latex kind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you think it won't work until it does. It's very risky, but they're making worse movies than this. Think of Instant Family, but with sex dolls. Taylor's oldest time. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we went from Girl Erupted to Lars and the Latex Family real fast. (laughs) We better finish up strong. As we do from time to time. (laughs) You're going to like this. Coneheads 2, get to the point. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, couldn't be more perfect. Maintain low cones. Maintain low cones. A little bit more. I didn't think you were going to love that. I thought that was like an immediate fuck no. Hell no. It's so cheesy. It's perfection. No, that's awesome. Get to the point, Coneheads. Are you kidding? I love it. That's going to like all come down to casting and rights of the story. We we need SNL involved in that. Lauren has to be involved. Of course. That has a lot of moving parts. You can't just jump in. It has a lot of sad missing pieces now, too. It really does. I didn't want to have to bring that up. So Coneheads 2, get to the point. Although a fantastic start (laughs) to a concept here, we may just have to put it on the shelf for a second. Let's put a cone cone in that for later. Put a cone on that for now. (laughs) Just going to put a cone on it. How about Get Him to the Apollo? Yeah, now you're talking. Whoa. A sequel to Get Him to the Greek, which is a spinoff of Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Sequel to a spin. So Nobody's doing that. That's so hot. hot. No one is doing that. So Aaron Green, Jonah Hill's character, has made it as a talent scout and is mostly responsible for keeping Pinnacle Records relevant. But Sergio wants more. That's Diddy's character. He needs something hot and fresh. Aaron, by unusual circumstances, likely watching TikTok or something, (laughs) discovers his next star in the form of this young girl who looks like a combination of Janet Jackson and Rihanna. She's beautiful, marketable, the most talented musician he's come across in his career and is growing a following for incorporating all genres into her music. They bond over their love of Aldous Snow, and she shows him a song that she made using a sample of one of Aldous's songs. His eyes light up, and he knows he just heard what'll soon be the most popular song in the country. With help from Sergio, she becomes a sensation, and her first album slaps. Now it's time to get her on tour to promote the album, and they need Aldous Snow. Her most popular song uses his track, and like Run DMC did for Aerosmith, he's getting a resurgence in popularity, so much so Sergio wants him to be the opening act. That is, if they can get him to the Apollo. Aldous hasn't performed in years, and all the doubts and inner conflict hit him as strong as the genuine joy he feels for being given the opportunity. Chaos ensues. We have the new star on the rise who's helping Aldous, who's a mess, but also mentoring the new star. They both love Aaron, but rag on him in the same way. It's touching, full of laughs, and just to have a crowd full of people at the Apollo waiting to see this girl coming out and then Aldous Snow. <laughs> that would be it. That's so that's good. Price so, that would I'm be good. like seeing it in my mind right I now. I know. This How did this already movie. happen? I can't wait to tell my mom about it. <laughs> <laughs>
So she has dad issues. He has dad issues. We get to see what Lars and Jackie Q are up to. I'm feeling yeah. this experience. <laughs> we need to take a Jeffrey for a walk in this and like go down the fucking rabbit hole with like a real, you know, acid induced kaleidoscope <laughs> colors out of nowhere. Everything's fine. And then the next minute it's a cartoon because they're on Jeffrey's. Yeah. You know, I like that. This is such a good flick. That's a good flick. Yeah. They can keep I, it going. I love the new character. I love that the story still involves Aldo Snow and that like he would be a big like revival. And I like it. That's hilarious. This is so good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I see this happening. Still feeling Sister Act 3, Quitting the Habit. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm on board. It's a tough one to kick. We always put out seven sequels and then throw in a recommendation for a reboot okay yeah yes i feel the one that should be completely rebooted fear yes mark Wahlberg. fear reese witherspoon finger banging on the roller coaster yeah yeah that should should really be the (gasps) only part that they keep (sighs) there it is (laughs) (laughs) that's so not pc anymore but they could find a way around it they could like find a new way to if they could do what they're doing in euphoria they could make another fear yeah oh my god yeah Give him a tug. There's only nine more movies out there that don't have sequels. (laughs) (laughs) We're down to the final nine. Yeah, there were 43, and we are down to the final nine. I'm sorry, but these are amazing ideas. Tell me you don't want to see these flicks. A couple of these are pretty good, and we've like some of these are pretty damn good from before. We came up with one for uh, Bridesmaids 2, Annie's Wedding. Uh, School of oh Rock 2 was good. Yes. He got Game 2. That was really good. Ooh. Yeah. He got Game 2. That definitely needs to be a new one. We've made some bold choices here in some of these I directions like that we've taken. We have not been afraid to take oh, risks. Got to no. be bold. For example, trying to make a sequel to Twister without having Bill Paxton or Philip Seymour Hoffman to oh. work with. Twister 2, F5. Yeah. F5. Of course. Joe is back to tackle the most powerful tornadoes on Earth. She's completely devastated after learning that her husband, Bill, and longtime friend, Dusty, have died in a horrific hotspot. Joe gathers a new research team, the best of the best, to determine why this particular area seems to be so deadly. She had always heard stories from her father that this tornado hotspot was always the most dangerous. Joe and her new team hope for success with their new state-of-the-art technology and the Dorothy X model, and they map the area for research and save lives along the way. Joe and Bill's 16-year-old daughter, Haley, insist on coming along with her mom for the ride. But will they all survive the journey? Oh, it's Haley. so good. Q, I love her name. Haley. intense tornado sound. I need wow. this. <laughs> F5. Tornadoes, F5. Whoa. You know that the, like CGI need to see this happen. Yeah. Because you know that they could do it. You know well. what else you could call it? Twister 2, Finger of God. Fing- like it. Finger of God. That's good. You know? The eye. Is there an F5? F5. <laughs> you mean finger of God? Finger of God. Boiler room two, boiling over. Boiling uh, <laughs> <laughs> over. Sweatshop. Boiler room, sweatshop. So good. Now, you think a sequel to Waterworld would suck. Oh, you think it just no, doesn't even deserve attention and even a second thought. But I want to talk about Dryland. This is one of my favorites. I thought Dry you would never so bring it up, brother. Good. Are you kidding? This is the greatest idea for a sequel ever. If you've seen Waterworld, you want to see Dryland. You want a sequel better than the original, you make Dryland. Yes. Th- that is true. Yes. And 
with a lower budget. I was going to say, Waterworld wasn't a horrible movie. It was just a horribly expensive movie that didn't break box office records as expected. So it's known for losing a ton of money. This concept would avoid those mistakes. As we return to the future in this sequel by a different name, we focus on a small group of people who have rediscovered what very well may be the only existing dry land remaining on the planet in their fight to protect it. Rumors are still the only thing that exists about dry land until the Mariner, Kevin Costner's character, is spotted gathering large amounts of strange supplies he seems to be taking somewhere and gets followed on one of his visits back to check on the dry folk. The small clan is now forced to populate and share their secret island with other people in order to defend it. But who can be trusted with the knowledge of dry land in a water world? (laughs) I like hear it in the theater now. It it would be such a good theater movie too. Like you wouldn't want to see it in the theater. I'm not. That's a theater one. Here's one. It doesn't need to be seen in the theater at all, but is just as good. No budget required. Office Space 2, Back to the Office. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'd be like quickly loved by everybody. Well, tell me what it's about, and I'll give you a, an alternate title for that. We've already yeah. discussed this. Yeah, we have. And I'm going to give you th- more alternate titles, player. Eventually, it's just going to come down to Mike Judge, because it would have to be a Mike Judge and something crunchy co-take yeah. Yeah. Production. on this Collab. long-awaited sequel, where we fast forward 20 years and find aloof Peter and Joanna married with a teenager and another surprise on the way. He's been working as he pleases for himself out of his home office, but when the bills grow past his achievable income, he is forced to suit up and seek out another soul-sucking software job that'll support his growing family. He quickly learns that the times have changed. Not only is he surprised that his qualifications, experience, and education don't earn him shit, much less immediate employment, but he can't believe how the office life has drastically changed. He has the epiphany that working from home with a needy kid and naggy Joanna is now the new mundane misery pit after getting a glimpse of the toy shop, arcade, ice cream parlor, napping pod, safe place, good life that all the modern offices seem to be. (laughs) That is, if you can get a job at one of them. His new mission and sole focus becomes getting back in the office, even if it means working for another Lumberg or staying on top of some TPS reports. <laughs> so I'm thinking Ooh, it, it, yeah. it won't even take a jump to conclusions, Matt, to know this is a slam dunk. This is so good. And I love that it's like updated with, you know, how it is in the job world now. And it's all reversed. It's yes. changed. You wanted to work from home. Now everyone works from home. It's like, I would love to have. And if you want to be in the office life, you got to be like, what kind of tech whiz are you? What are you in? You know, like yeah. you got to be up on the curve. Fight club, Colts, arachnophobia two, oh. best in show two. Happy, Gil- Happy Gilmore, The Long Drive. That's so great. Oh, my God. Come on. Slam dunk. Needs to happen. Slam dunk. Well, let's end on Dufresne. Oh, this one's one the of my great, This is our first idea this, that we ever came up with, this I was our, believe. And it's probably our best. I it is also arguably agree. our best. In this sequel to The Shawshank Redemption, we find Red and Andy together as they plan, still on a beach in Mexico, co-running a small bar and boat rental outfit. Andy has been living under his alias since breaking out of Shawshank State Prison over 20 years ago and is among one of the most wanted men in America for his escape and connection with the warden's fraud and money laundering scheme. Red and Andy have been living a peaceful life under the radar until the cartel, who's strengthening their grip on Mexico, learns of Andy's true identity and blackmails him into another prison-like situation now working for cartel leaders, forced again to cook the books, run money laundering schemes with much bigger threats, much bigger figures, and much bigger consequences. Oh. 
chills. He's gonna be begging to go back to prison. Like this is this shit's fucking good. This is that great. Is this is like arguably like award winning. Yeah, good. You would beg to go back to Shawshank after what these guys are doing. Kicking it with Red, just chilling. You're in taking the yard. You're taking everything that worked about Ozark and taking it with all the nostalgia of Shawshank. Shawshank. Yes. And just interweave them. And just interweave them. Cable Boy is pretty tense, too. <laughs> Don't sleep on Cable Boy. That, we got Cable Boy and Dufresne in the same night on the same drive home. That's right. I remember that. 15 minute drive. There's a Not lot of people either. that are fans of Cable Boy. Like, people talk about that. Cable Boy. <laughs> people are talking. Good times. <laughs> Well, let's move on to our track of the week. Sourced, of course, from Song River from Cowgirls Inn Entertainment out of Houston, Texas. This is Feels by Everglaze. Cause you knew I'm right Try to fake these feelings that we lost in time Yeah, I took the chance, yeah, you knew I could When I said I'd leave, baby, you knew I would Why does it feel so good? Took a chance when I left that night I couldn't fake these feelings, baby, all the time Yeah, I took a chance when I knew I could When I said I'd leave, baby, knew I would Why does it feel so good? Took the time when I knew I could If I could fake these feelings, baby, knew I would Yeah, took the time when I knew I should When you broke my heart, babe, I'm gone for good Why does it feel so good? Why does it feel so good? Why does it feel so good? Oh 
track. Love that vibe and well suited for this evening. Damn. Yes. You know I love that pepper are expanded. It's almost ska flavor. Good stuff. And thank you, fellas. Rumor was a couple weeks ago they broke up. I'm hoping that's not the case. Everglaze. Good band and a good name. Great name. Almost. Sounds a little sexual uh, even. It's sexual and violent. <laughs> Ever moist. Ever. <laughs> 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 something, something moist. <laughs> new dream card giveaway over at 8080 no shit in addition to the 15% off you get for using code crunchy they're offering five times the entries right now all for a brand new Lamborghini plus $60,000 in cash you do not want to miss out nor do you want to forget to check out suntocrunchy.com where you'll find every episode or links for social media and the almighty crunch store where you'll find all kinds of crunchy gear showing that you are a proud citizen of crunch nation then there's the Sun the crunchy facebook group where if you drop the funniest meme you are awarded with the most likes <laughs> This has been another episode of Something Crunchy. He got it. He got it. He got it right on the funny. A hundred written jokes, oh, and, this, and the last one gets him. The one on the way out the door gets him. <laughs> the worst joke of the night gets him right in the gut. Wow. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening. Harper, you ready for your first clip of What's the Score? Yes. Let's do it. Oh, that was fast. What do you got? Lorax. Whoa! One. Trolls 1, even just to confirm in case there was any confusion, it's not Trolls 2, that's Trolls 1. Third time's a charm, high fives are awkward sometimes. Player put his hand up, you left him hanging, but you talk.